Well, on a sun-drenched evening, it was bitterly cold at St. Peter's Square in Wexford. I was invited along to a commemoration of the official visit of Michael Collins to Wexford. Amongst the guests was Minister Simon Harris. Here's what happened. Monster crowds on these very Wexford streets gathered to hear the man who had returned from the negotiation with the then enemy. Collins was a man who endeavoured to turn the dreams of a nation into a reality. And when he stood on these exact steps a hundred years ago, he did so in remarkable times, and he did so in very uncertain times. It was a time of struggle, struggle for our freedom, struggle for self-determination, struggle to control our own future. Bravery ran through the very core of Michael Collins. We now must be brave, brave as a people, brave as a party, brave as a country. In Wexford, 100 years ago, there is no doubt Michael Collins could face himself in any mirror as he came here to inspire his fellow country women and men to a future of freedom. Let us now pick up the mantle. Let us now be brave. And I'm here in St. Peter's Square on a historic occasion. I'm here with Minister for Further and Higher Education, Simon Harris. Thank you so much, Alan. I'm delighted to be here in Wexford today. This is a very special occasion, and Michael Collins, I suppose, strikes a core with historians everywhere and County Wexford and he came here and he got a Pierce bicycle so there's a great story behind it. Absolutely and we're standing here looking at the at the steps that Collins would have climbed literally a hundred years ago yesterday uh, to address a, a mass rally uh, here in Wexford in St. Peter's Square where he was travelling the country as was canvassing for support for the treaty uh, and the hard-earned freedom that that was going to bring to our country so I must say it's very poignant uh, to be here uh, as, a, as a fan of Collins and, and as somebody who enjoys Irish history to be standing here uh, looking at literally looking at the steps that Collins would have climbed a hundred years ago, talking to the people of Wexford. And to be back here today uh, with colleagues of my own political party, with my colleague Paul Keogh, uh, John Hegarty organising the event today, but also with people from the Historical Society and people from Wexford more broadly uh, to commemorate. And, and certainly, I'm looking forward to having a chance to have a few words with people here, where I think we'll, we'll be remarking on the the hundred years we've had as a country since then, the progress we've made, and the, and the more that we need to do. I mean, there's so much been going on in this country over the last two years. You and I have spoken at length. Initially, when you were Minister for Health about COVID, here we are now, and the latest crisis, of course, is the influx of refugees, people coming from traumatised Ukraine, and Wexford is playing a huge part. I'm sure you'd like to acknowledge that. Yeah, look, I want to thank the people of Wexford, the people of Ireland, for their the humanity, the generosity, the compassion that we're showing as a country and as a people uh, to people arriving here from Ukraine. Um, and it's right and proper that we do that. In many ways, I, I feel we're morally duty-bound to do that. And yes, it will pose challenges of that, there's no doubt. Uh, but those challenges pale into absolute insignificance when we see um, the utter atrocity and war crimes that the people of Ukraine are living through when we see their beautiful country uh, being destroyed by uh, an illegal, unwarranted, unprovoked invasion. And, and I think, you know, we're here today to to talk about Collins and you know Collins came here to Wexford a hundred years ago and he came here to Wexford talking about talking about freedom and talking about peace uh, and freedom and peace is exactly what we're talking about here a hundred years on a war on the continent of Europe so well, it's a very different time in a very different context I think the words of Collins around freedom and peace uh, really do run through today but I want to thank the people of Wexford uh, and everybody who's working so hard to help in so many ways and there are concerns about accommodating the further influx of refugees um, and also financing organisations like Friends of Ukraine here in Wexford I mentioned it to Deputy Keogh on the programme last Friday is it something the government can look at because at the moment 
some of what's happening is I know there's funding being provided for the refugees and also housing etc but some of them come in to Rosslare they haven't a bob and people it's personal donations are keeping it afloat there's a great guy called Sean Boyce and his team here can something be looked at to help organisations like them financially well I want to thank Sean and his team and uh, I mean I think back to the COVID pandemic, which I know was a different context, but I think one of the great strengths we saw in working through that crisis was community and empowering communities to play the role. So yes, government did certain things, yeah. but actually you saw everyone in the community rallying together. I'd like to see a similar model, I suppose, be used in relation to Ukraine, where you'd empower villages, towns, counties um, to, to work together. So certainly that's that's something I'll certainly take back and work with Pokio on too. Okay, now let's look at education. It's, our, it's the one you promised me yes. that you'll announce when we're getting the... Ca- uh, our own campus. Any further developments there as to the actual site just yet? So it's motoring very well is, is, is a God's honest truth, uh, Alan. We have put all of the levers and sanctions in place now for the local authority here in Wexford to do what is required to do uh, to secure a site. Uh, the funding is in place. The funding, as I've said to you before in the programme and reiterate again today, is ring-fenced. There will be a Wexford campus. And as I always say, and I, I do make this point now, there are Wexford students today um, studying uh, in, what is, uh, in, what, in what is IT Carlo and will on the 1st of May now be students in a university so as was the big news this this, this weekend or, or, or these days is that I signed uh, literally yesterday uh, I signed the order uh, to make it official that on the 1st of May the university comes into being and also that the name will be the Southeast Technological University so the Southeast region of which Wexford is a, a core part uh, will have a university for the first time ever uh, within, within literally days now and I can assure you that there will be a Wexford campus and I can yet again reiterate I'll be announcing the details of that as soon as they're ready on your program and I look forward to that. Uh, Minister, as well, we've had the Tony Hulen situation. Where do you stand? Where do you think he now stands? Well, look, I, I know Dr. Tony Hulen well. I think he is an exceptional public servant. I think he has done an incredible service to our country. Um, I really enjoyed working with them in, in extremely difficult times. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a really difficult, a really big loss to the public service. Um, and I, I'm very sad, to be honest, that we're losing him from the public service. You know, it's, it's for others to establish the facts and the Taoiseach has asked for facts. But today, my thoughts are one of gratitude to Tony and one of sadness uh, that he will be stepping down. And finally, back to Michael Collins. Where do you think he stands in Irish history? Uh, look, I think Collins, Collins is a figure that, uh, you know, is amongst the greatest leaders ever of our country. Uh, a man who, a man who was really thrust into a leadership position at a very difficult time at a very young age. A man who had a very short life, was taken from us far too early. But, he, you know, even looking back today as we commemorate the words that he shared with the people of Wexford a hundred years ago still ring true today uh, in terms of the importance of freedom, the importance of peace and the importance of empowerment to decide your own future. And what I would say to everybody in public life, regardless of their political persuasion, Collins worked to give us the power to control our own destiny and to serve our own people. And that's what we're duty bound to do.